1: and to the point, and somebody who doesn't Mm -hmm. like to sugarcoat things. And I have found a comrade in Carlos Rodon when he has been talking (laughs) about uh, some of his starts for the Yankees. You've got to see the quotes on this, because if you haven't been following Carlos Rodon, uh, he was somebody who was a big sign for the Yankees who was supposed to uh, boost their pitching rotation, especially Mm -hmm. in the postseason. But right now, as it sits, He's 0-3 with a 736 ERA. So let me read you some of these quotes. I find them very uh, I'm not gonna say funny, but I do appreciate them. He says, quote, okay. I'm not happy with my performance, but I don't think it's one of those things where I say, oh, panic. I suck now. No, I suck in this <laughs> moment. I suck right now. I do. I know that. So what do I need to do to not suck or suck less? That's kind of what it is this week. So uh, there you have it. The plain and simple from Carlos Rodon.
0: I love that. Well, I tell you what I love about that more than anything is that I was reading the story about last time out, I believe he was facing the Angels. I forget who it was. And they were booing him and he was blowing kisses to the crowd. So he clearly does not care about what people think. And I think if you are a pitcher, Certainly, baseball is a mental game, like a lot of sports, but particularly if you're a starting pitcher. So the fact that he is not bothered or unbothered, as everyone says now, is a good thing.
1: Well, he's bothered a little bit, but you're right. He seems kind of apathetic to the situation. Uh, Maybe that's not the right, right way to phrase it because he's saying... I get it. I am acknowledging the fact that these starts have not been good, but I know that I'm a good pitcher and that quote, I only suck in this moment, not for the rest of time. But I also think this is the mindset that you kind of have to have when you play for the Yankees, because that is the other factor here that is at play because think about the other pitchers who have been big signings for the Yankees and they haven't panned out sometimes mentally. It is, you know, driven them down the toilet because Mm -hmm. the media is so harsh and the fans uh, can be harsh, too. So I think when you have this mentality of like, yeah, I know I suck, but it's fine. I'm going to be better. Mm -hmm. uh, It feels more comforting to me that he's probably going to find it and he's not, you know, in this mental hole that most pitchers would be in.
0: Yeah, I think that's it more than anything else. It's not that he doesn't care. It's not that he's not bothered. I guess what I mean is it's not affecting Mm -hmm. his approach or he's not doubting himself. So when you don't doubt yourself and you say, all right, I got a problem here. I'm going to take care of it. I know I'm not doing my best. I will address this and I will get better. That's the mentality you want to have where you start doubting your process. You start doubting yourself. You start doubting your history. And you can go down that road and get really in your head. So it's not that he doesn't care like you were saying. It's just that he's not letting it affect knowing that he is a good pitcher. He's just got to work some things out. And it doesn't matter who you are. Every pitcher at some point goes through this.
1: I'm still laughing at even more of these quotes because he sounds like the ultimate like baseball bro. Cause the next quote is hell. Even after Colorado, I went into that start in Anaheim thinking I was going to shove. That's what I always think. I always think that I'm going to kick everybody's bleep. That's the mentality I have. That's the mentality you better have in this game, especially as a pitcher. So it feels like his mind is in the right spot. And after reading these quotes, Like, I think I believe in him more. You think I'm drinking the Kool-Aid a little bit too much?
0: Well, I will say this. I do have to see this first. So Mm -hmm. I I believe, look, he has a history here and it's easier to believe that a guy like that who has done well in the past, who has a history in the majors of being very successful is going to get it together. As far as today's game is concerned, I do need to see him put it together before I'm willing to bank on him. At some point, I'm sure it's going to happen, and I believe in him more than other pitchers who don't have that history, but I'm still a little skittish about betting on him today.
1: Yeah, so let's talk about it from a betting angle as we get into our baseball bets, uh, starting in the Bronx, uh, where the Yankees are squaring off with the Mets today. Carlos Rodon gets the start, as I mentioned. He's 0-3 with a 7.36 ERA. He's facing Jose Quintana of the Mets, who's 0-1 with a 3-6-0 ERA. And here is the other factor for me. The Yankees are minus 155 favorites today. The Mets plus 125, total of eight and a half runs. So as much as I want to believe Carlos Rodon, and I do think he's going to return to form at some point, I don't want to back him at this price until he proves he's more mm-hmm. trustworthy. It's based on the price for me.
0: I agree. This is ridiculous. I mean, it's not ridiculous, but there's no way I'm betting on him and laying this kind of money. I just, I just don't see it and I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to bet on this game, but minus 155 for a guy who has given up 12 earned in 14 and two thirds innings. Again, I know we're only talking about three starts, but he has an ERA of 7.36. Jose Quintana looked good in his debut. I know it was against the White Sox. I don't really hit the ball, but he gave up two earned over five innings. I don't want to bet the Mets, but I will take the Mets at plus 125 as opposed to laying a buck 55 with the Yankees.
1: That's what I'm saying, and I think the concerning part for me is that the strikeouts really haven't been there for Carlos Rodon either because he was once one of the premier strikeout artists in baseball. Uh, Maybe he's not on the level of guys like Spencer Strider, but still, over his last few starts, his first one against the Cubs, only struck out two batters. He did have six on the road at the Rockies, but only struck out three in uh, four and a third innings of work against the Angels. So his swing and miss stuff really isn't there. Also had five walks against the Angels, So I think he is somebody who, uh, again, I'm going to have to see it. believe it and also it feels like he's just working through some things which we see this guys coming back from injury it takes them a minute to find their stuff and uh find their footing when it comes to their control so no thank you please it's either mets or nothing for me in the subway series in this particular game uh let's go to boston red sox and braves here we've got atlanta minus 165 road favorites boston plus 135 total of nine and a half Spencer Strider, the strikeout artist in all of baseball, leads major leagues in strikeouts, is 11-3 this year with a three seven eight 8 ERA, facing Brian Bayo, who is 7-6 with a 3-6-0 ERA. Jenks, we've been big Brian Bayo fans here on the show until mm-hmm. um, he blew it for us against who? The Oakland A's? Are you willing <laughs> to trust Brian Bayo again? And what do you make of this pitching matchup? Spencer Strider used to be in the circle of trust for you know the first several starts of the year, and then it feels like team started to get his number, and he is no longer dominating the way that he used to. So you see two good offenses here. Which way are you leaning? Whether it's a total or a side?
0: Oh, God. I am not gonna bet this game. I kind of like. Which I'm not gonna bet this and you're gonna see why. I kind of like the first five under. Under five is minus one thirty. It these guys have not been great recently, but I did not realize when we were on Brian Bayo. I forget if you were on him. I was definitely on him when he was out in Oakland. I think you said that against DA's, but here's the thing: I did not realize that his girlfriend was pregnant. And about to give birth during that start. So maybe that's why he was distracted. I did not hear that story. And Spencer Strider has not been at his best recently. But ultimately, I cannot bet an over when it comes to these guys. The Braves are clearly the right side here. I don't want to lay a buck 65 in this spot, especially on the road. So I'm going to go first five under five at minus 130 and bet on these guys being the pitchers that we know them to be. But I won't play it personally.
1: That's a tough one. I think this is one where the number is set at a place where I cannot make a bet because I was yeah. thinking, okay, you've got two great pitchers that kind of have given up some runs lately. Maybe an over is in play here, but the total's nine and a half. So it's not like they're even getting a ton of credit here. Like the market is not too high on these two pitchers. So at some point uh, you play the number. So I think based on the numbers alone, like a five's pretty high for the first five. I don't yeah. hate that, that first five under, but also how about the Red Sox on the run line? Getting the one and a half at home at minus 115. It's hard to go against the Braves. And I'll say this the Braves are one of the best uh, away teams in all of baseball. But the Red Sox have a pretty solid offense as well. If you think they can scratch cross, uh, some runs against Spencer Strider, maybe they can stay close in this one. Maybe Brian Bayo can keep them in it, at least in the first five innings. So uh, maybe you take a shot on the underdog here. But. I don't have a great read on that one, so I'm going to stay away. Let's go to Lone Star State: Astros and Rangers here. Texas plus 150, Houston minus 185. A total of eight runs. Andrew Haney goes for Texas. He's six and six with a four five eight ERA facing Framber Valdez, who's eight and six with a two nine four ERA. Again, some interesting factors uh, at play here. Framber Valdez, clearly the more impressive pitcher in this one. He's top 10 in baseball and ERA. Uh, Andrew Heaney's a bit all over the place. Uh, one start, he'll be amazing, strike out a bunch of batters. And then the next one, he'll give up like five earned runs in three innings of work. But this is built into the price. So, Jinx, how do you play this one?
0: Well, this is just a straight value play for me. I, I can't justify this sort of price on the astros the astros i understand why they're the favorites because of valdez and he's been awesome at home on era of 2.13 but you're gonna give me plus 150 on the rangers absolutely andrew heaney pitched five shutout innings against the astros while allowing only three hits back on june the 2nd now you can always make that argument well the astros bats have already seen him so they could light him up and they absolutely could but I'm not turning down a buck 50 of plus money on the Texas Rangers. So give me Texas.
1: <sighs> Andrew Heaney, though. Like, do you trust I Andrew Like he has some great starts and then like, he's one of those that'll give up like seven earned runs. So I think if it was any other pitcher in the rotation for the Rangers, maybe I'd yeah. be with you. And I get the value play. Cause the Rangers are one of the better offenses in baseball. So maybe that is the play. Uh, but it's not going to make the card for me. So uh, I will not be trusting Andrew Heaney. Maybe a strikeout prop for him because that seems to always be there for Andrew Heaney. Either, you know, walks a ton of guys or strikes out a bunch. Usually the strikeouts are there, but not somebody I really want to trust. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.